former GOP Senator Jeff Flake is voting for Joe Biden. Former Arizona U.S. Senator and Republican Jeff Flake has publicly committed to voting for befuddled Biden, despite both Biden's demonstrable dementia and credible claims by longtime Democrat Tara Reid that when Joe Biden was a 51-year-old U.S. Senator and she was a 29-year-old staffer, he forcibly put his hand up her skirt into her underpants and digitally penetrated her. According to the Washington Post, Flake made the odd claim that, quote, never has a party so quickly abandoned its principles as the Republican Party did in the campaign of 2016, end quote. Evidently, in Flake's distorted view, Republicans would have better adhered to Republican principles by voting for Hillary Clinton in 2016. In the Washington Post interview, Flake dismissed the significant conservative accomplishments of the Trump administration, and I quote him, There are some who think, well, we're getting some good conservative policy, good conservative judges, tax and regulatory reform, but I know that everyone worries about what this does to the standing of the party long term, end quote. Really? Everyone worries about what voting for Trump over Hillary in 2016 will do to the standing of the party long-term? I would think there would be one or two Republicans who worry more about the long-term consequences for the unborn, women, children, religious liberty, speech rights, privacy, education, U.S. security, and our economy if Hillary had been elected. You know, Hillary, defender of colossal government, human slaughter, leftist climate policy, authoritarian regimes, abusive men, and of special privileges for homosexuals and cross-sex passers. Yeah, yeah, Trump has gotten us just a few piddling nothings, like good conservative policy, good conservative judges, and tax and regulatory reform that lit the American economy on fire and improved the economic lots of middle America and the black community, both of which groups suffered under Obama. That all happened before communist China torched the world economy. Oh, but wait. There may be a few more piddling nothings Trump accomplished. Maybe if Flake thunk, thunk, thunks like he's never thunked before, he might remember these accomplishments. Trump pulled out of the Iran-empowering nuclear mess that the debonair Obama got us into. Under Trump, the unconstitutional Obamacare individual mandate was abolished. Trump freed America from foreign oil dependence. Trump reinstated and expanded the Mexico City policy, which prevents $9 billion in foreign aid from being used to fund the global abortion industry and its advocates. Trump signed House Joint Resolution 43 into law, which reverses an Obamacare order and allows states to withhold federal Planned Parenthood funding to clinics in their states. Trump's HHS proposed a new rule governing Title X funds. This rule also referred to as the Protect Life Rule, proposes regulations that require physical and financial separation between Title X recipients and abortion providers, which led to Planned Parenthood losing $60 million in federal money. Trump reversed Obama's edict to schools, instructing them to sexually integrate restrooms and locker rooms. Trump withdrew the United States from the Paris Climate Agreement. Trump temporarily banned funding to the World Health Organization. Trump banned travel from China at the beginning of the Wuhan virus pandemic against howls of opposition from Democrats. 
Trump works tirelessly to secure America's borders, and Trump replaced NAFTA with the U.S.-Mexico trade deal. What exactly are those principles that Republicans so quickly abandoned by not voting for Hillary Clinton? Apparently, they pertain to alleged nativist attitudes of some unnamed people, climate policies that millennials like, and White House behaviors. And I quote him, You have to reach across the aisle. Most of my colleagues aspired to do more when they came to the Senate than just pass the president's executive agenda. They want to legislate, and I think many of them would happily return to that if there's good leadership and the right behaviors modeled from the White House. Millennials look at the nativist attitude that a lot of elected officials present and also the failure to address climate change in a serious way. They've been walking away from the party for a while, but now millennials are in a dead sprint away, and that's the real concern. If we go to a second Trump term, then there's a real danger, end quote. Flake deeply desires Republicans to reach across the aisle with stately decorum while progressives stomp them and their inconvenient First and Second Amendment rights into the ground. Flake didn't clarify which elected officials hold nativist attitudes or how those nativist attitudes manifest. He didn't clarify what climate change policies millennials would deem serious or whether those serious policies would reflect conservative principles. Nor did he clarify specifically which right behaviors modeled from the White House he desires or how those right behaviors trump Trump's conservative policies. Is Flake referring to Trump's impolitic tweets, his thin-skinned retorts to aggressively hostile reporters, or the admirable willingness of Trump to fight for the principles of the Republican Party? How do Trump's wrong behaviors compare to the wrong behaviors of the DNC, Hillary Clinton, the Democratic Party, and the Obama administration in using the powers of the federal government and millions of taxpayer dollars to manufacture, disseminate, and prosecute a Russian collusion hoax that included spying on Americans and trapping a general and propagating a repellent sexual lie about a presidential candidate? How do Trump's wrong behaviors while in office compare to what the Democrat Party did to U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh? Or what about the behaviors of the Democratic Party in using the IRS to target conservatives? What about the behaviors of Hillary, whom Flake thinks would have been preferable to Trump in 2016, who attacked women who accused her profligate exploiter husband of sexual abuse and sex crimes? When asked by the Washington Post, which do you think would be better for the Republican Party and maybe the country itself, a second term for Trump or a sound defeat in November? Flake responded with self-assured omniscience, and I quote, Oh, a sound defeat, no doubt. Long term for the Republican Party, you bet. And for conservatism as well. This won't be the first time I voted for a Democrat, though not for president before. Last time I voted for a third party candidate, but I will not vote for Donald Trump. End quote. Sanctimonious quizzling Jeff Flake will vote for Biden, who has said his top legislative priority will be the passage of the grossly misnamed Equality Act, which, if passed, will result in the greatest threat to religious liberty and speech rights that conservatives have ever faced. The next president will likely have the opportunity to appoint a U.S. Supreme Court justice. 
Flake wants to give that opportunity to Biden, thereby destroying the possibility of tipping the balance of the court in favor of constitutional originalists and destroying growing hopes of overturning Roe v. Wade. Because Flake finds Trump's behaviors distasteful, he will help Democrats wreck the economy through taxation, regulation, disastrous climate policies, and open borders. Because of his vindictive antipathy for Trump, Jeff Flake will throw conservative Americans and the unborn under the bus. Writing in Touchstone magazine, eminent Princeton University law professor Robert P. George warns, and I quote, Progressives will hunt us down and dismantle our institutions. They are determined that our children, or at least our grandchildren, will think the way they think, not the way we think. We have no choice but to fight, end quote. Who will you join? Professor George or Jeff Flake?